Hello and welcome back to Global Value. In today's video, we're performing a fundamental stock analysis of Marathon Oil Corporation, ticker symbol MRO. So we're looking at Marathon Oil today because they've been one of the best performers of any business in the overall market so far this year. Currently, Marathon Oil is trading for $30.63 per share. And over the last year, their stock price is up 93%. So they're just under doubling. Over five years, the business is compounding at a rate of 15% annually. And from their spring of 2020 lows, the business is up more than eight times. Over the last 10 years, however, Marathon Oil's stock price is down 18%, which is down 2% compounded annually. And going back prior to the global financial crisis, over the last nearly 18 years, Marathon Oil has compounded at a rate of just about 3% annually, so underperforming the S&P 500 during this time. So currently, Marathon Oil is trading about $3 below their 52-week high. Again, they're more than doubled from their 52-week low. About 3.5% of their shares outstanding are currently sold short, and they have about a $19 billion market cap. For more background about the business, Marathon is an independent exploration and production company primarily focused on unconventional resources in the United States. At the end of 2021, the company reported net proven reserves of 1.1 billion barrels of oil equivalent. Net production averaged 347,000 barrels of oil equivalent per day in 2021 at a rate of 70% oil and NGLs and 31% natural gas. The company also owns and operates 32 central gathering and treatment facilities in the Sugarloaf Gathering System, a 42-mile natural gas pipeline. The company was formerly known as USX Corporation and changed its name to Marathon Oil Corporation in December of 2001. Marathon Oil Corporation was founded in 1887 and is headquartered in Houston, Texas. So for our fundamental analysis today, we are performing the Select 6 analysis, taking a checklist-style approach of six standard financial metrics to come to a holistic and beginning understanding of Marathon Oil based off of their business fundamentals. So this analysis is still a work in progress, and it's an opportunity to learn in public, so it will continue to improve and get better over time. With that said, let's get right into today's analysis. So starting with some of the key points around a potential long thesis for the business, Marathon Oil's capital return framework prioritizes shareholder distributions ahead of capital spending. Number two, Marathon's acreage in the Bakken and Eagle Ford plays overlaps the juiciest sweet spots and enables the firm to deliver initial production rates far above the respective averages. And lastly, holding acreage in the top four liquids-rich shale plays enables management to sidestep transport bottlenecks and avoid overpaying for equipment and services in areas experiencing temporary demand surges. Then for some of the key points around a potential short thesis of the business, number one, Marathon was late to the game in the Permian Basin and paid handsomely to acquire its acreage in 2017. Number two, Marathon is unable to earn its cost of capital because of prior investments and higher cost resources. And number three, not all of Marathon's acreage is ideally located. Well productivity could decline when the firm runs out of drilling opportunities in sweet spots. Hopefully that offered a balanced perspective of some of the qualitative aspects around the business. Now let's dig into the company's financials. So starting off with metric number one, we want their average return on capital over the last five years to be above 14%. So there are two major reasons for this. The first is that over the long run, over the course of decades, a stock is likely to return approximately what its underlying business returns, and these business returns are going to be captured here by return on capital. The second is that the average publicly listed business earns about a 7% return on capital. So by asking for a benchmark of 14% or higher here, we can potentially build in some margin of safety for ourselves based off the overall quality of the business being about twice as good as average. Not surprisingly, as an oil and natural gas exploration and production company, Marathon Oil's return on capital has fluctuated somewhat in accordance with the price of oil and natural gas. They averaged negative returns on capital in 2020, 
when the price of oil was down. Since then, their returns on capital have become more positive. And over their last 12 months, they're actually earning about 23% returns on capital, which is far and away better than they've done in any of these other previous years. However, averaged out over these last five fiscal years, Marathon Oil is only producing about a 2% average return on capital, and they've had negative returns on capital in two of these five years. So this is going to be an X here on metric number one, even though with the recent increase in the price of oil, their returns on capital have surged over their last 12 months of business. Next up for metric number two, here we're taking a high level overview of the growth of the business. So we're looking for revenue, net income, and free cash flow growth over the last five years. And this metric is all or nothing in nature, meaning that all three of these are going to have to be up for this to be a check. If even one of them is down, this entire metric will be an X. Over this time, Marathon Oil has grown their revenues by more than 70%. Their net incomes have swung from being negative in 2017 due to a hit that they took from earnings from discontinued operations to now they are positive over their last 12 months. And their free cash flows are up by a ton over this time frame. In 2017, they were producing about $160 million worth of free cash flow, and they produced over $4 billion dollars worth of free cash flow in their last 12 months alone. So all three of these are up and this is going to be our first check today here on metric number two. Next up for metric number three here we're taking the perspective of an individual shareholder in the business by looking at Marathon Oil on a per share basis. So we're looking for earnings per share growth over the last five years. So over this time, not only have Marathon Oil's earnings gone from being negative to now they're positive, they've also repurchased about 15% of their shares outstanding. This capital allocation strategy is very similar to a lot of their peers over this time who have significantly increased their buybacks recently and are returning lots of amounts of capital to shareholders. We like it when a company buys back their shares and they're becoming a stronger business over the long run because when you purchase a share of stock, what you're really buying is a fractional ownership percentage in that underlying business. And so when a company buys back shares, they're increasing your ownership percentage of the business, which is ultimately going to increase your percentage of the business's profits that you're entitled to without you having to spend a dime. So it's almost as if the company is making a partial acquisition of itself. So just like with any other acquisition, we only want a company to be buying back shares when they're getting more value than the price that they're paying. So what this means is that we want businesses that are buying back shares when they're trading below their intrinsic value and it looks like an attractive opportunity compared to some of the other uses of their cash flows. So depending at some of the prices that they were doing these buybacks, this seemingly was the case here for Marathon. And this is another check here on metric number three. Next up, metric number four is going to be very similar. Here we're looking for free cash flow per share growth over the last five years. Again, their free cash flows are up a ton over this time and they've repurchased 15% of their shares outstanding. So this is another check on metric number four. So far through our first four metrics, we have three checks and only one X. Then next up for metric number five, here we're evaluating how the business is utilizing debt. So we don't want to be investing in overly levered businesses because during economic downturns, it's overly levered businesses that are going to be at the greatest risk of poor outcomes. So we want their net debt, which is their total debt minus their cash and their short-term investments to be below the amount of free cash flow that they produced over the last five years. Marathon Oil ended 2021 with $3.5 billion worth of net debt. Currently, they've reduced this and they brought this down to about $3 billion worth of net debt. And over their last five years, Marathon Oil has produced $3.2 billion worth of free cash flow. That's enough to be able to support their debt loads. And again, keep in mind that over their last 12 months, they produced $4 billion worth of free cash flow alone. If they're able to keep up numbers like that with just nine months of free cash flow, they'd be able to pay off all of their debt. They look to be producing a lot of free cash flow relative to the debt they're employing in their business. And this is another check here on metric number five. 
Then our sixth and final metric, the big metric of them all, we want their average free cash flow to their total enterprise value to give us a yield that's above 5%. If this is the case, this will potentially give us a slight risk premium to the rate of the 10-year treasury yield and potentially give us another reason to be interested in Marathon Oil. We're using their total enterprise value because it takes into account both their market cap and their net debt position, and it gives us a more realistic economic picture of the business, more similar to as if Marathon Oil were a private company. So currently they have about a $22 billion total enterprise value, and we learned that over the last five years, Marathon Oil has produced $3.2 billion worth of free cash flow. This means that in an average year, they're producing about $640 million worth of free cash flow. So when we divide their $640 million of average free cash flow by their $22 billion total enterprise value, that gives us an average free cash flow to enterprise value yield of approximately 2.9%. So that's slightly below the rate of the 10-year treasury yield and that is below that 5% mark. So on an average basis, this is an X here on metric number six. Again, it's really worth keeping in mind that Marathon Oil has had pretty massive free cash flows for their business over the last year or two. And to get a current free cash flow to enterprise value yield for the business, when we divide their $4 billion with their last 12 months of free cash flow by their $22 billion total enterprise value, that gives us about a 17.5% current free cash flow to enterprise value yield. So on a current basis right now, if they're able to sustain their cash flows going forward into the future at these higher rates, it looks like the business could be potentially very interesting to look at and could be a potential attractive opportunity to dig into. However, we're split here based off their averages to what they're doing currently. And just because this looks good currently does not mean that you're going to run out and go buy the business. This is only one data point here out of our six. This analysis is not financial advice, and it's meant to be taken in holistically. Then here we're taking a look at Marathon Oil's dividend profile. So currently Marathon Oil pays out a very modest 1% dividend yield. What's nice is that even though they've had lackluster average returns on capital throughout this time, in all five of these years, they were cash flow positive. And in four of these five years, they were able to support their dividend payouts with their cash flows. Over their two most recent years in 2021 and during their last 12 months, they produced a ton of free cash flow, where currently they only have about a 5 to 10% dividend payout ratio. So Marathon Oil is bringing in a ton of free cash flow to very comfortably support this dividend. Again, it'll be up to you to determine whether or not this is going to be potentially the case going forward for the business. Then here we're using a discounted cash flow model to come to a potential fair value for Marathon Oil. So starting with an average of their free cash flows over their last five years. So again, this is not what their free cash flows are at currently. This is actually below that. Then projecting these average free cash flows out over the next 20 years based off Marathon's Oil historical abilities to grow their free cash flows dating back all the way to 1990. So these are historical growth assumptions that you're going to want to do your own due diligence on to determine whether or not these are potentially accurate and applicable going forward as a baseline projected estimate for the business. So if we assume a growth stage over the next 10 years where Marathon Oil grows their average free cash flows at a rate of just under 2% annually, then we assume a terminal stage for the business where that growth rate stays flat at zero. If we add in their tangible book value and Marathon Oil is able to keep up these free cash flows over this time, then it looks like from today's current prices, you could reasonably expect about a 17% rate of return for the business. Please keep in mind that these are based off of these assumptions and that a discounted cash flow model, just like any other model in any other discipline, is going to have its outputs be sensitive to its inputs. There are a number of reasons why this might not be accurate for the business going forward. And again, Marathon Oil is a commodity business that operates in a cyclical commodity industry. So the oil and natural gas industry is chronically prone to boom and bust cycles of high and low capital intensity over the years. Keep in mind that this rate of return would be highly dependent on an increased price of oil going forward and that it far outpaces what the business has delivered over the last 20 years or so. Also, please be aware that this type of analysis is not financial advice. It's not a buy or sell recommendation of any security. And before considering any potential investment decision, please consult with the properly licensed and registered legal and financial professionals. So in summary, Marathon Oil checks the 
box on four out of six of our metrics. Their average returns on capital are pretty lackluster, although they're earning very high returns on capital over their last 12 months. They've grown their business over the last five years with their revenues, earnings, and free cash flows being up, and they bought back about 15% of their shares outstanding over this time. The business also looks like it's using a reasonable amount of debt compared to their historical abilities to produce free cash flows, and based off their current abilities to produce free cash flows, that debt is not much of concern. They'd be able to pay that off all with just nine months worth of their current free cash flows. On an average on an average basis, it looks like the business is not giving us the risk premium that we'd ideally be seeking in comparison to their enterprise value yield. However, looking at their current free cash flows and comparing that to their enterprise value, it does look like the business is potentially offering us a sizable risk premium with about a 17.5% current free cash flow to enterprise value yield. So Marathon Oil is likely worth your time to dig in and learn more about. They produced positive free cash flows in all of the last five years. And over their last two years, they've been paying out a very small percentage of their free cash flows as dividends. So their dividend, while it will depend, like most other businesses, on Marathon Oil's abilities to produce their free cash flows, it does look like it's in very healthy shape going forward. And then finally, performing a discounted cash flow analysis of Marathon Oil. If you've done the work and you believe those historical growth assumptions going forward, then it looks like from today's prices, you could reasonably expect about a 17% rate of return going forward for Marathon Oil. Again, please be mindful that there are a number of reasons why this potentially would not be the case, and that ultimately, you're going to want to do your own due diligence on the business to determine more accurate and appropriate inputs. It's worth reiterating that this type of analysis is not financial advice. It's not a buy or sell recommendation of any security. And before considering any potential investment decision, please consult with your financial advisor. Instead, this analysis serves as a beginning and holistic understanding to help you determine whether it's worth your time and energy to dig in and learn more about Marathon Oil Corporation. One resource that will definitely help you stay up to speed with what's going on in the market and help you learn more about the business is Seeking Alpha. Checking out Seeking Alpha directly supports the channel as I'm part of their affiliate program. So most of you probably know Seeking Alpha as a source of community written articles on different stocks. But over the past little while, they've actually become a lot more than that with their new offering, which is Seeking Alpha Premium. Premium has a number of different features where you can track buy, hold, and sell ratings on your favorite stocks. These ratings are from the Seeking Alpha community, Wall Street analysts, and Seeking Alpha's algorithm. You can see earnings call transcripts, investor presentations, SEC filings, and press releases all in one place. You can add your own margin of safety targets and get alerts for when your favorite stocks hit that level. You can get unlimited access to Seeking Alpha articles, and you can take your reading experience based on the type of investor you are. You can get 10 years of financial data on any stock to help you with your analysis. You can also import your portfolio into your Seeking Alpha dashboard to make researching easier. And if that didn't convince you, the best thing is that an annual plan is only 99 bucks. That's only 27 cents per day through my referral link down in the description below. Normally premium is $239, but they are currently running a general offer for $119. But if you use my link, it's only 99 bucks. So check it out if you're interested. As a value investor, you're ultimately trying to conduct research about the business as if you're going to own 100% of the business going forward, and you can truly understand the essence of the business and understand what's important and what's not important for the business. So through this deeper research, you'll learn more about the qualitative and the quantitative aspects of Marathon Oil. You'll also learn about the business's management, and you'll likely be able to determine for yourself what a potentially reasonable intrinsic value for the business will be. So with that said, that's it for today's fundamental stock analysis of Marathon Oil Corporation, ticker symbol MRO. Again, Marathon Oil is one of the top performing businesses in the stock market over the last year. They're up nearly double over this time. It's always interesting to take a look at some of these potential momentum type businesses. And so if you enjoyed today's video, please be sure to like the video, subscribe to the channel for more stock analysis videos, and comment down below what business you want me to take a look at next time. Thanks for learning about Marathon Oil with me and have a great day.